Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode here. It's Dave Mormon with Home Service Business Coach. I'm coming at you live. I got a brand new standing desk. I got a new mic. So uh, we're really classing it up here. And if you're listening on the podcast, you can hear the increase in the quality of the audio when I talk really close to the mic like that. So hopefully it makes your listening experience better. Uh, it took me two years to get this going uh, on the podcast and told myself, once we get over 100K of downloads, I'll get myself a pretty sweet mic. So here we are. Uh, and if you're listening on uh, YouTube, watching along, uh, welcome there as well. Um, so similar to how the title says, I wanted to make this one a little bit different. And I wanted to kind of share a little bit more uh, of my story and my philosophy when it comes to um, setting up a business and like doing things a little bit differently. And so I wanted to talk about um, one of our core values at Revive today, uh, which is generosity. And that's really how I've wanted to build my business from the start. And honestly, it's a core value that comes from me internally of how I want to govern my life so that, you know, however long I'm on earth, when people look back at my life and say, um, you know, that Dave guy, he was fill in the blank. I hope that it's like he gave more than he took and he was uh, very generous, whether that's a generous person, generous friend, generous employee, generous parent, generous uh, whatever. Um, I want my employees to be able to look back and say, you know, the place Revive where we worked, uh, we got taken care of like so extremely well. And so I wanted to make some content around that and kind of just share a little bit uh, where my head is at when it comes to that. Because I think when you look at business, you obviously want to be different, right? And you don't want to portray something that you're not. And so I don't want you to say you're like a generous business owner if like you're actually not, because um, that's just going to be incongruent with your values, right? And I'd rather you not even make any core values than make ones that don't accurately represent like who you are and who you're trying to be. Um, but I do think like when I look at my journey over the last number of years, like actually being generous and giving more away than you take is actually I think very good for business. I'll explain it first um, internally with our team. I think if you're like on this podcast or watching the YouTube video and like, you're like, oh, I just want like a gold nugget. Like if you want to just shut this off right now um, and just hear what I'm about to say, like that'll be great learning for you for today. Um, and that's literally like, I think one of the ultimate ninja hacks with hiring and retaining people is just to pay higher than you need to. And that might sound like crazy, but I generally like to study this in our market and I like to pay our people about 15 to 20% higher than like what's seen as the industry average, right? So where we are, you know, a, a pressure cleaning technician could be making like 18, $19 an hour. Let's just say like what just scrolling through like Craigslist and indeed um, Facebook jobs, like that's kind of the going rate. So when I'm starting, you know, if the going rate's 19 an hour, I want to be starting at 21, $22 an hour, and then even having like some bonus pay on top of that. So that's how I want to structure my business. And I believe you get better people when you pay more because like when you think about it at a high level, 
all you're doing as a business owner, you're just exchanging, uh, you know, you're, you're sending out money and in return, you're having uh, a return come back on the labor that you're actually paying out. So there should be, you know, uh, a higher charge rate that's actually being fetched and more dollars coming into the business if you can pay someone well. And, and in return for that, you should expect, you know, a big, big boy or big girl performance um, out in the field or in the office or whatever, wherever your position is. And like, I believe that that's why people stick around at my company is because we take really good care of them. And we tell them like from the, from the first day, like we just brought on a new um, technician today and I popped in the office to say hello. And like, I told them like, this might sound cliche, but I want this to be the best place you've ever worked. <laughs> like period, end of story. Like that's just what I want. And that's how I want to build my business. And like, I think in business, let alone home services. Like, I think a lot of times you're playing, it's like playing, I'm not a big video game guy, but follow me on this. It's like playing a video game on easy. I really think like once you put in some basic systems, you start looking left and right and you're like, man, what are my competitors doing? Like just, they don't even have a Google, my business set up. They don't ask for reviews. They don't have a referral program. Their pricing's messed up. They don't have like hiring ads. They don't have position agreements. Like they don't even have a budget. Like they just, they're, they're, they shouldn't even be in business period, end of story. And so I think there's a huge market gap in the market for being a great employer and being generous and giving away more than you need to. And so that's a little ninja hack. And if, you know, you listen to this, watch me and you're like interested in real estate investing, like here's another hack. Like when you're actually looking for tenants at my real estate property, uh, you want to go below the market. So again, if you're cruising Craigslist and Facebook marketplace and you're seeing, you know, a, a house rents out for, let's say $2,500, then maybe there's someone that's asking like 2650, right? Then guess what? I'm listing my house at like 2380. Like I'm going 10% below what's normal in the marketplace. Cause I don't want four or five applicants to rent my house. I want like 60 to 80 people like, and then I can literally interview them and sort through and choose my favorite. So it's the inverse when you're actually renting out property, go a little bit below. Don't try to be greedy. I've been greedy in the past. Right. And I'm like, Ooh, the, I want to be the top highest premium ad on Facebook. Like, no, you don't want to do that with tenants because especially if you want to do a long-term wealth build, like I do with real estate rentals, Trust me, you do not want that thing taking your time or you're having to go there all the time. I want to go to my my properties once a month, literally to pick up rent, nothing else. I don't want to fix a dishwasher. I don't want to deal with tenant issues. And um, it's just, I tell them I'm running two other businesses. Um, I do not want to be bothered with small things. And so uh, I'm selecting you for the low maintenance aspect. And I'm giving you a killer deal on this. And are we good to go? Yes. Yeah. So don't try be greedy because the moment something takes my time that I can't get a return on, I get quite frustrated because an extra hour, two hours inside my business, I can turn that into hundreds or thousands of dollars where on the real estate front, like I'm happy that my tenants get to save $200 a month, $300 a month. I could have an extra $3,000 a year. Well, what am I going to do with that, right? You, in return, it's going to take up all your time and stress and bandwidth. So that's just another aside when it comes to real estate investing. So now we want to talk about what does that look like for being client-centric and how can clients generate or, or benefit from you being uh, generous and how you manage your business? And I think 
when you look at it, business is an exchange of value, right? And you want to have things be in equilibrium. You don't want to go to that house wash today where you make $500 per hour from soft washing it. And you're like, holy cows, did I make great money today? The chances are that client's probably not calling you back year over year if you're billing out at 500 an hour. Now, all your areas are going to be different, but that's the general point I'm making is you want clients feeling, I got killer value from that, right? So we've had jobs like we finished way earlier and we've smoked through our charge rate, right? When our when our estimators bid, bidding the job, they're like, hey, $1,000 job, crew will be here maybe half a day at most. And the crew might get in and out in an hour and a half, two hours maybe, right? And we're billing way higher than we need to. And we've had it where we've given clients money off. And sometimes they don't even want that. They're like, you guys just crushed it. Or we'll say, hey, we'll throw a $200 credit on your account because we went through this really quick. So when it comes time to get your gutters clean this fall, we can apply that $200 credit and save you some money. Businesses generally don't do that, right? And and you might be like, Dave, this is crazy. Why don't you just take the extra margin? Because I know that business is a game of staying equitable. And if you're not fair and you're cleaning up on this single transaction, that's great for this individual month, but it's terrible for the long term because you want to have 70 plus percent of your clients be recurring in your schedule, whether that's multi-visits per year or annually or every two years, you know, we have our clients on all kinds of different schedules, but you want to have them come back and you want to have them wanting more. Think of that. Think of this, right? You go, you take your spouse out for, to go and eat nice restaurant. And, you know, my wife and I, we've eaten out, we love eating out, right? It's, it's like what we do for fun. So we go and we eat and let's say the bill is like, with tip everything, let's say like $120. Okay. Nice night out, whatever. And like, sometimes we've looked at each other and been like, man, the value was just not there. Like we'd value this whole experience at like 75 bucks, but we're paying 120. We're probably not going to be going back there. Right. Versus other places you pay, let's say you pay 120, but you get like one of my favorite steakhouses, right? About 120 bucks, but you get blown away, right? You get a Caesar salad and like the bowl is already chilled and like they got the lemon and the cheese and it's so good, right? And then the guy, the server we have, his name's Brian. He's He, he loves sitting in Brian's section. He brings us extra bread and he knows the kind of butter that we like, right? Even knows like we want to, uh, I like a certain kind of beer and Alex, as long as she's not pregnant, loves to get a sangria, right? He just knows that. And then we have this steak that we order and we end up actually like splitting it and we upsize for the jumbo shrimps. And like, Brian just knows this, right? And we're only go there maybe quarterly um, because it's a nicer spot to eat out at. But and then at the end, you know, he brings us this like piece of, um, it's called Billy Minor Pie, right? And it's just such a good piece of uh of like ice cream cake and it's like we pay 120 bucks okay sure but the value that we got from that was like 200 plus right so it's like that's now the spot when it's like my birthday and we're in town or i hit a significant business milestone or alex does something awesome or like we just want to go out for a nice dinner that's the spot we go to and we try sit in brian's section and too what he does 
um, this is so smart, right? The the pie maybe costs the business three or four dollars to make, let's just say, and they charge it out at like nine or ten dollars or something. And half the time, he'll just comp the pie and say, like, that's on us. And they, like this company's smart. It's not just him doing that. So you're like, my goodness, I got free pie from this guy. I'm gonna give him an extra good tip, right? And maybe you load up the tip to whatever. And so that's just my point to say we keep going back because the equity is there. It's in equilibrium. And we actually feel here's $120. Take it because we feel to us that was worth $200. We got to go go out for a couple hours and have a drink and have a great meal and have a great time and get reconnected. So that's my point. You want to make your business where people want to come back to you quarterly or two a year or annually or every other year. Figure out what the cadence is for your business. For us, we want gutter cleaning one to two times a year, especially if you're where we live. We have like big trees around us. We have Revive here probably every like quarterly, literally cleaning out the gutters because there's trees everywhere, right? So I'd be like a four times a year kind of gutter cleanout type of thing, right? Windows, one a year, sometimes two. Spring for sure, maybe in the fall. Christmas lights, every time for Christmas, obviously. House wash, every year, maybe every two years, depending on the cadence. Roof cleaning, every two years. We live in the Pacific Northwest, lots of rain, lots of moss. We can do a lot of money with roof cleaning and spraying down um, roofs, right? Um, so those are like a rough cadence of what services should be. So you need to map out what the client journey is to your business and you need to start figuring out what the LTV, the lifetime value of your customer is going to be because you want people coming back and coming back and coming back. And I'll give you one more example. You look at my um, online coaching business, right? We're taking people and we've almost franchised Revive in that we partner with you with your brand and we help you get off the truck and scale your business, right? Um, and so if someone comes into our core foundations program, they're working with us for four months, five months, six months type of thing, right? Now, the reality to build up your entire business and scale to seven figures, is that going to get done in four to six months? It, it's probably not. I'm not going to say impossible, but it's probably not. Guess what? Our goal of foundations is that we blow your mind with value in that initial period you're working with us that our next tier program, we help get you off the truck and scale to whatever your goal is per month. You better believe people are wanting to re-up with us and jump into our higher level growth program where there's more access to me. It's a longer program. You can come to our mastermind event. There's higher level systems. And so we've mapped out what the LTV is of a, a, a coaching client. It's not just coming in, here's a few systems, see you later, enjoy. It's actually like, we're gonna hold your hand, work with you. And our best clients will work with for multiple years because we wanna journey with them. And every new, it's that quote, right? Every new level has its own devil. And as you scale your business, what's broken at $186,000 per year, you're stuck on the truck, you can't have an employee stay. You're not thinking right there about having a production manager to run your crews or have a sales consultant. Those are those are issues that come once you're hitting 40, 50, 60K a month and you're doing 480 grand in annual revenue. And that's where you're like, oh, cool. Now I can actually build out a management team. So that's what's going to happen more in growth where foundations, we're just going to get you off the truck, get you some basic systems, help you with your lead generation, help you with your sales process. Like we want to first fix 
the solid um or we want to first build a solid foundation before we go focus on the other kinds of growth so you got to look at your business and you've got to think what's the long-term value and am i just chasing a quick buck and actually throwing out the future longevity of what a client could be for my business so you got to think very strategically like a ceo like this don't just think what's good for business this year think what's good for business this decade and beyond all right. So at Generosity, what we do is we donate at Revive. We donate 3% of our top line revenue to go to clean water projects um, because we want to make the world a better place. And that's where my business started from day one was saying, hey, we work in a very affluent area. How can I actually take a little bit of the revenue that's coming in and actually do something that I really care about and now our team cares about and also our clients care about? And that's a way that we've attracted great people to our team too. Like Steve, my ops manager, he literally interviewed with us because he was interested in the position, like for a tech, a technician position, but he was also interested to be like, why do you guys do this? This is weird. This is different. Tell me about this. Like you give away profits. I've been, I've never heard of that before. Why do you do that? And so that's just congruent with my core values. And I want to be more of a giver than a taker. And for me, I want to give in business. I want to give to my clients. I want to give to my employees. Um, and and I, I, I feel that that's how I'm wired and that's the business I want to have. And that's like the person I want to be. Like if you're going out for coffee or lunch with me, I'm probably going to try and, and pay for things. I, I generally, that's just a core value wired into how I like to roll. Uh, and I honestly don't know why that's the case other than that's just who I am. And that's what I want to do because giving is good for business. That's a byproduct. Giving actually feels really good when you're able to give because, um, you know, I think for me, it stems back to honestly my beliefs. And you look at what a tithe is in the Bible, um, that's actually giving 10% of your income back to the church or to other causes you care about. And I think if you can like wire that in your life to live on 90% of what you bring in um, and, and it's just, it, it doesn't need to even be 10%. It can be a couple percent or in revives case, 3%. But I think the big thing, if you're listening to this and you don't give and you're not generous, I think you end up wiring your mindset for being pretty scarce. Like if I'm at the grocery store and I'm, paying for my groceries and they're like, do you want to donate $2 to whatever? I'm probably saying yes. Right. Um, I just, that's not cause I'm a great benevolent person. It's just, that's how I want to live my life. It's like how you do anything is how you do everything. So I full well believe that we donate thousands of dollars per year. And I, I overpay my employees by thousands of dollars per year but it's also great for business. And that's why I believe my life, I love my life as much as I do because you can pay people well and you expect them to handle things. And I would say I don't get dragged into a lot of problems at the company because I feel that I pay well and I trust people to solve problems and I don't want to micromanage. And so almost my overpaying is almost... Um, 
a donation or an additional tax that I am paying in order to not be bogged down with small things and almost my trust in the employee to say, I, I trust you. I trust your judgment. You're my eyes and ears of this company. And I know that you will handle it. And that's how I've rolled with my painting business, my washing business, my coaching business, and uh, my real estate rentals. And it's just served me well. And so, you know, to wrap up, I want you to look at, give you some homework here. I want you to look at your life and your business and look in the last month, do an audit and say, Hey, have I been generous with everyone? Anyone? Have I tossed out a gift card? Have I given one of my people a paid day off or a half day paid off? Have I, you know what I mean? Like just do something small for someone. Maybe there's a guy or a girl that is like homeless at where you get your coffee and you don't want to give them $20. So before you go in that coffee shop, literally ask them, can I grab you a drink today? Do you want a breakfast sandwich? What can I get you? You see their eyes light up, go in, get your coffee, get them something, leave it with them, tell them to have a great day and just wait and see how that feels into your heart. Because I think business is about making money. Yes. But it is a like, I think business, the money is just a byproduct of offering value and taking care of people and being generous. And I think the money comes in. And I will tell you, the more you give away, the more it opens up your heart, I think, for good things to happen. And I don't want this episode to be too woo-woo, look at me, literally telling you, this isn't just 2023. I decided to kind of do this stuff. I've been doing this for for years, if not a decade, um, trying to give more than I take. And I think it's just ultimately good for business and good for life. So I want to give you that challenge. And honestly, you take me up on the challenge. I'll give you one more challenge. Do that challenge and send me an email, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. And literally let me know like, hey, I got something. I was generous to my employee this week, or I took my spouse out, or I gave this away, or I did whatever. Uh, and I know only like 1% of you are actually going to do this, but send me an email uh, and let me know um, what you did because it'll put a big smile on my face that I've been able to encourage you on this episode. So look at your life, look at your business. How are you being generous? How are you giving more than you're taking? Do this for a number of weeks, months, years, um, and you'll be in a better place. So thank you so much for listening. Dave Mormon, Home Service Business Coach on the podcast, signing off on the YouTube channel, signing off. Go out and be generous, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.